Amen. Amen. Truly thank God for his goodness, for his mercy, and for his grace. I'm reminded of David this morning when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord and make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen. David is right. What a joy it is to come into the house of the Lord. We woke up this morning and the rain was pouring down and the clouds was all thick outside and downpours and all kind of stuff. And got phone calls from my, my Pennsylvania people saying, we're going we to we worship up here this morning. <laughs> you know? and, 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 and we realized that uh, sometimes uh, it can, uh, the day can be like that. It's called springtime. And if we want the flowers to grow beautiful, if we want the trees to get watered nice, and we want to get ready for a, a healthy a, 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 a Mother's Day and Father's Day and all those other things, then we got to ask God and be okay when God let it rain. I didn't even feel like getting up to bed this morning. I said, my goodness. But God is a good God. And our God is worthy to be praised, both near and afar. I'm going to ask you, let's continue to pray ye one for another. We have a lot of things that have taken place, a lot of people who are out sick, and um, just want you to continue to remember them and, and your prayers. I want you to uh, remember uh, the Keelans. I want you to remember um, the, 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 uh, the McCalls. But McCall had surgery. Pray for him. Um, so he's he, 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 him and his family's down. Uh, pray for Sister Worley. She got hit by a car. She had a car accident. Now, I don't know whether it's hit by a car or hit, hit. She got hit by a car in Philadelphia, I do believe. Uh, pray for her. Um, she's really uh, just uh, sore and beat up, but nothing was broken. So pray for the Worley families as they go through what they need to go through. Pray for the, the Terrells was out moving yesterday, brother and sister Terrell. I tell you what, that's something moving is something special. You hear me? So thank God they're here this morning. They, 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 they could have laid there and said, I can't do it this morning. But did they come to worship and praise God? I'm sure the David family, y'all was helping them out down there getting after that right, helping them out. So thank God for Jesus. They're in a new place now and continue to pray for them. I want you to pray for Brother Nico Hines. He's uh, out, um, out of town right now taking care of some business. So continue to pray for him. Pray for Brother and Sister Veal. They're out of town right now. Pray for them. They're over at, at the Suitland Congregation. Pray for also Sister Gail Harrison. She's down in Ocean City, Maryland. And um, pray, uh, just a whole, uh, pray for everybody. <laughs> they got spring fever. May is here. And, and, and that's what happens. I uh, want to let you know that uh, our God is a good God, and we want to continue to keep the Fox family in prayer Amen. and the loss of their father and their loved one, that they may know that God is, is, is on the throne. Amen. And we have found God to be a, a comforter in a time of grieving. So pray for that family. We had the funeral was on Thursday, and we just went to minister to the family and be with them, and that God would just bless them. Also, please remember today at 2.30, we have our discipleship meeting uh, class to make sure we're getting ready to go out and get those, uh, those uh, BCC individuals and, and, and teach them the gospel and bring them to God, because God is in the blessing business. Is that all right? And I want to let you know also, don't forget that the... Uh, 
at the end of this month, the Central Church of Christ, the Easterners will be in town for that last week of the month. We won't have an evening service here on that here on that last Sunday of the month. It's going to be at the Central Church. Uh, they're bringing in the Easterners, and they're having, we're having a unity weekend. So all the churches are going to pour in to the Central Church of Christ, and we're invited on that Memorial Day Monday to the unity picnic. So they open up the picnic to everybody and saying, come and, and eat and fellowship, and let's have a good time with all the congregations and the Lord. Is that all right? So just put that on your scan. Uh, calendar. I know Memorial Day, we're trying to find places to go. What we're going to do, we can go as a family and be together with the central family. Is that all right? Amen. So continue to pray ye one for another. Um, I did also want to say that on, the, on, on, a, on a, a, a difficult note, and that is, you know, and it's not a difficult note. I ain't going to call it that. You know, there are three things that... Um, will cause our young people to um, leave Maryland and go live somewhere else. Even my own son, Ian, said, I'm living in Houston when I go to the military. I said, okay. So it's the military. It is uh, going to college somewhere, and they fall in love with the college town. Or it is um, going out because your experience uh, has to be taken abroad or, or elsewhere for jobs, careers. Amen. So those are the three things. So uh, uh, one of those things that affected us, and that is we are uh, about to lose at the end of the month, Call and Sharon Davis. Yes, they're going to be moving to California, West Coast. I told him we miss them already. <laughs> So they're going to be moving. He's going to do, do his graduation and, and get his degree and all that stuff. Engin Mr. Engineer. And I said, yo, so you going, you going with him. You going where the big money's at. <laughs> okay. So we just want to continue to, we're going to do something special for them as we go through the month. But just continue to pray for them as they just prepare to, you know, to, to move out, to relocate from home all the way to the West Coast and with family and just continue to pray for them. Um, Brother Carl would have done this, but you know he got that soft heart. He can't get up here right now. He'll get up here later. Amen. So I just kind of want to get you ready for that at the end of the month. That is taking place as well. Um, just wanted to... Um, um, Comfort your hearts to know that God is in the blessing business. And God's blessings are powerful. They are wonderful. And no matter where you are, no matter where you go, if you take Jesus, it's going to be all right. I want to let you know that our God sits high and he looks low and he's going to absolutely take care of all of his children. Last night, before I even got the information that, that was taking place at, uh, uh, with the Davises, I was sitting down. I was just letting the Lord talk to me through my heart. Just, you know, Lord, what, what message do I want to bring? Because I already wrote my message already on Thursday. But last night, something hit me and said, well, no, 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 no. And by the way, it hit me about 10 o'clock at night. I should have been asleep. But it hit me. No, you want to do and then the fingers got to moving and the fingers got to running around. And, and, and I said, I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach a different sermon this morning. And the sermon that I want to preach this morning is a sermon about heart fire. Heart fire. About firing up the heart. 
about firing up yourself in Christ to be able to revive the fire that is deep down within all God's children. And what made me think about reviving the fire was because uh, we had a blessing on last weekend, last Thursday, just before the funeral. I was late for the funeral because one of our dear Dear, uh, 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 we thought she was a sister. She was just hanging around the ark for a while. Had uh, came on last week when uh, she got all fired up, but she had been saying she's going to do it and 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 and, and that she was going to obey the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, with the encouragement of the congregation, especially Sister Yolanda Crowley and Brother Claiborne on Thursdays, and all of us, we have a new sister in Christ. Is that all right? And our new sister is Sister Lakeisha Hill. Is that all right? Stand up, Sister Hill, so they can see you. Stand up. She, she not here today? She had to work today. Okay. We got to do this again next week. Okay. We got to do this again next week. She had to work today. But she obeyed the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. She came early on at, at 10 a.m. just before the funeral, and she was baptized in the Christ. Is that all right? And she said she wanted it to be. You know, just, you know, just, just, you know, Thursday morning class or a small group that's private and everything. But it's funny how the Lord worked because uh, Brother Blackwell and his lovely uh, fiance was here as witnesses to the baptism and they are camera happy. So, so she thought she was going to be private. I already saw it out there on, it's on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all kinds of stuff already. So the Lord said, you want to be private, it ain't going to be private. Everybody's going to see it. And she obeyed the glory. She's been coming here for almost two years now. And we're just so thankful to God for that. And I know Sister Gordy, you happy you was in that class when she obeyed the God, when we were teaching her. And she obeyed the glorious gospel of Jesus. And that's what it's all about. It's all about living our lives in a way that will help somebody obey the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. But in order to be ready for that to happen, we must stay fired up in the Lord and our heart fires must stay fired up in the Lord. So let's go to God's word because there's a word from the Lord that God has spoke about that. He saw fit in his word to teach about the heart fire that you have in the Lord. So I'll go every week to the book of John, to the book of John. Let's take our attention there to the book of John. John chapter number 21, verses 1 through 3. This passage of scripture was already read uh, into our hearing, but I'm going to read it one more time for emphasis sake. The Bible says, And after these things Jesus showed himself again to the disciples, at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. And there were together Simon Peter and Thomas and Didymus and Nathaniel of Canaan and Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and the two other of his disciples. And Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. And they said unto him, We also will go with thee. And they went forth and entered into the ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Let me set up the foundation for you. The foundation is, is that they had been with Jesus for three years and Jesus had finally paid the ultimate sacrifice that he died on Calvary's cruel tree for our sins. They had nailed them to the cross and everyone was feeling confused. They were feeling down. They were feeling 
out of themselves. They were feeling lost because they missed Jesus. The, the only one that they knew who had uh, the power that they believed to deliver all of Israel from the enemy. Not realizing this is going to be a spiritual victory. They're still coming to the knowledge of what this whole thing about the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is all about. Well, what happens here is that the Bible said Jesus had, after his death, visited them on many occasions to reassure them that he's got up from the grave. That he has been received back home to his father and he's ready to do God's will and work God's way. But at this particular time, what is happening is the Bible says here, verse 30, and many other signs did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written. But these are written, all these things that somebody took note, the apostles, of every miracle that Jesus did. And they wrote some of them down, not all of them, some of them down for us that we might believe and have faith no matter what. That we got a powerful God, an awesome God. King Jesus is alive. King Jesus is well. And King Jesus will be back to get us. So verse 31 said, but these Things, these miracles are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Well, the Bible said there came a season or after these things, Jesus showed himself again to his disciple. Now, the narrative is setting it up. What it's saying here is, is that let me tell you what happened the next time Jesus shows himself to his disciples. What's happening is, is that the Bible says they were at the Sea of Tiberias and on this wise showed he himself. He said there were together Simon Peter, Thomas, Didymus, Nathaniel, um, the sons of Zebedee and two other disciples. So there was a, a, a group of five to seven of them at least together. And these that were hanging together are, 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 are fishermen. And what happens is, is that while they are in this lull period, in this period of Jesus dying, this period of Jesus being resurrected, this period of Jesus coming and going, coming and going, coming and going, they, 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 they're in a lull. They're, they're feeling sound. They're, they're feeling down. They're feeling like, you know, why can't he be with us forever? Why can't he stay with us forever? Why do we have to leave us? They got all kinds of things. You know how we do when things get rough, when things get tough, when we get confused, when we just don't understand, when we want all the answers, we get kind of this thing in our mind that it's a lull. And these men are feeling this law. And usually, be careful. Because when you get in your law, when you get in your time when you need a revival, when you need a refreshing, when you need an uplifting, you can be vulnerable, like Peter is, to go back to what you know. You know what Peter said? I'm going fishing. He's going to go back to something because that's what happens when you get low, when you can't kind of start your own fire. Church, we as God's people, as individuals, got to learn how to start our own fire. Not needing somebody to come and start our fire. If Jesus ain't enough to start your fire, something wrong. All you should need is Jesus. to start. He should be enough no matter what to get your fire started. 
Now what's happening here in the text is, in the text here, it says here, and Simon Peter said to them, I go a fishing. And they said unto him, we go with him. His influence was able to take other folk back. See, as God's people, God got a job for us to do, and it's not to go back. Amen. Brother said, what causes going back? Thinking back. Thinking back. Lying to yourself. Saying how good it used to be. How wonderful it used to be when it really wasn't that good. You got your best life in Jesus. You got your best life in Christ. Thinking back don't help nothing. It only confuses the issue and make you forget all the goodness, all the mercy, all the power, all the victory that God gave you when you was all by yourself, when you had nobody else, when you was all alone. Don't forget what God did for you and stir up your fire. Amen. Needing a revival. Needing a revival. Need somebody to stir you up. Now the Bible says here, they say we go also. And they went forth and entered into the ship and immediately, and, 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 and that night, what happened? Caught nothing. Because it wasn't supposed to be out there. When you are in a place where you ain't supposed to be, you ain't getting no gain. And all the gain you do good ain't going to come to nothing. But Jesus, omniscient Jesus, um, omnipotent Jesus, omnipresent Jesus, eternal Jesus saw everything. He said they need a revival. They need a wake up. They need a shake up. They need somebody to remind them who God is. So what happens here? The Bible says here in verse number four, but when the morning was now come, Jesus Stood on the shore, but his disciples knew not it was Jesus. I mean, they just see a stranger standing on the shore while they ain't catching nothing all night. Probably just out just laying around. They said, better lay on the boat than lay on the land. They laying around. Then all of a sudden, somebody, the Bible says here, it says, Jesus called to them. He said, children, have you any meat? Did you catch anything? And they answered to him, no. Now, I don't know why they responded back. But I believe that when you have experienced Jesus for so long, you come to expect the unexpected. You come to ask questions or test things or respond to things kind of automatically because you've been with the one who has done the impossible and now you don't know what's going on but you're going to respond no we ain't catching nothing text says here no we, uh, 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 have you caught anything your children have you any meat and and and, and, and catch no, no, wait a minute jesus said to them children have ye any meat they answer him no and he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the ship. Now, something should have clicked right there. Something should have said, I heard this. What did I hear this before? I, I heard. You know what I've read there? You know what made me think about when, when 
I'm in my low. And God just sends a sampling of something. Just to make me ponder. Just to make me make me wake up. Just to make me kind of shake it off. It's almost like when you you and your lol and I'm having car problem right now. And 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 when I start my car, sometimes it just, it just go click. Sometimes it just go click and I click and click and I drive and then a week later, click, click, click. click. I call Andre, Andre, my car going click, click, click. He said, well, I changed this already, I changed that already. It sounds like it started, but I'm not sure. I don't want to change out a part and it don't be that part. And then it got cost you double. I said, yeah, we don't want to do that. So now for the last 14 months, click, 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 click. Month one, month two, month three, month four, month, what you thinking, preacher? I'm saving some money out here. Month five, month six, month seven, month eight, month, now what you thinking, preacher? Click, click, I'm saving money. Click, click, Fourteen. Now I know it's about, I got you. I know it's about to go, but I think if it go today, I got my money worth. All right, listen, well, how you say that, preacher? Because since it went almost 14 months ago, I've been putting money away, a little bit money away, a little bit money away, a little. So I had the money to get it fixed. So it's been 18 months here. Just on the other day, I went to the store, Sister Bethia, and I had something to eat, and it was in this dark place uh, around the back somewhere. I got the food, jumped in the car, click. Click. Click, 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 click. I said, man, this might be it. I said, someone said, clink. No, God, you can't be that good. You that good? You can't be that good. Let me try my automatic starter. Click, click. That's right. <laughs> I was in a place I didn't want to break down there. I just tried the automatic. The, the key ain't working, but the automatic starter worked. Wow. I said, God, you are. Oh, you, you, you are so. It, it can be like that. All I'm trying to teach you is, is that just, I, I don't know about you. I've learned to use every experience in my life. Because I believe that all things work together for good to those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. I believe the bad work together for good. I believe the sometime work together for good. I believe the all men work together for good. I believe all things work together for good to those who love God. But you got to learn to listen to some signs. When they say, cast the nets on the right side of the boat, some said, click. But sometimes, we can be in a place where maybe that didn't work. So he said, cast the nets in verse 6 on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. Now, that right there, too. Wow. They cast, therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Y'all even got that. They cast 
there and that's on the left side, nothing. Who in the world got power to make the fish stay on the right side? Huh? He must have put a force field straight down the middle and said, fish, it's me, your master. Stay on the right side until I give you further instructions. And they stayed on the right side, not this side. And when they cast the nets on Jesus' word, it said there were so many fish. They couldn't even draw the fishes up. Why are all these fishes on the right side? Because Jesus said, stay on the right side. Why did that car start up with the automatic? Because God let it start up. Y'all know what he's saying. See, you scientists, well, maybe it's the way they got it wired. And all that. No, no, no. My God is able to do above all I ask. He's able to do above all I think. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly more. I just learned to trust him. You ever lose your job and find another one like that and lose your job and find another one like that and lose your job? Can I tell you lose the job, you get in the law, then you find another one, you back up. Then you lose your job again, get in the law. He find out when you back. What was they doing that for? If you're a child of God, they ain't just happen. That's God reminding you, I'm on your side. I'm for you. I ain't never seen nobody get and lose jobs like Brother DeShiel. Like, what in the world? Every other day he got a job. Brother Theo, how you doing with me? What? Got another job. I ain't going to take that because I just got some calls this morning. I got two more other job opportunities pending. That ain't him. That's God. I'm just saying. I'm just, I just learned the truth. Watch the text. He said here at the end of verse 6, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore, the disciples whom Jesus loved said unto, uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, that means John. John is the one he loves. He said unto Peter, it's the Lord. Yeah, it's the Lord. He said, you ain't got to hit me with a brick. You ain't got to tell me. This is the Lord. And he showed it was a, because sometimes we know it's the Lord and the Lord gave us victory, but there's no action behind the belief. Oh, y'all don't got that. There's no action behind the belief. Listen, we come to church this morning. A lot of people are out doing stuff. We got a scattering of people. Don't look to get your joy from nobody else. Don't look to praise God about who here and who hot not here. Don't look to glorify God about what you're seeing, what you're thinking, why they ain't here, why they ain't there. None of your business. You just praise God. You just magnify God. You just glorify God and put your mind on heavenly things. Don't use nobody else to give you your fire, to rekindle your zeal, to revive your heart. If Jesus isn't enough, something wrong. Then he rekindled John's fire. Look what John did. The Bible says here in verse 7, Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It's the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, what did he do? He girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked. He had no time to put a bunch of clothes on. By the way, that nakedness is not our nakedness. Yeah. 
Sometimes y'all thinking he butt naked. They ain't say butt naked. Back in the day of this writing, naked means in your underwear. Remember how we used to, remember how we was in our underwear and used to be naked back in the day? Back, you wasn't walking around showing your drawers? Remember back in the day when you just had a t-shirt and underwear, underwear, you had to say, hold up, let me go get my, whoever's at the door, stop right there. I'm going to get my house coat. I got to put my house coat on because I'm naked. Remember back in the day, if you would walk around with socks on, and I don't care how long your underwear was, I don't care if they were to your knees, they were underwear. And you counted them as being not properly dressed. So you got a house coat around you, and you went out there, and you didn't go to the door until you had a house coat. Now, today, I don't know what they consider naked. They coming in the store with pajamas on and half pajamas on and half tops on and all kinds of crazy stuff. And because the drawers come over there, and I'm so sick of seeing these boys' drawers. They walking down the street to pay for It's like, put some clothes on. Fix yourself. Stand up like a man. That was free. I passed it over. I just dropped that right there. Bible said he, in parentheses, at the end of verse 7, for he was naked and cast himself into the sea. Why? Because he heard John, whom he trusted, say, it is the Lord. Peter believed John and real quick grabbed his fishing coat, threw it on, and jumped into action. He said, when he, when he heard that was Jesus, he wanted to go see his Savior. He wanted to go see his Lord. He wanted to go see him. So he just jumped in the water. That's action after belief. That's an action. Watch this. I'm almost done. Watch this. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from the land. Meaning Peter must have been way out there. But as it were 200 cubits dragging the net with fishes. I like that part. They ain't forget their blessings. Okay. Peter said, y'all got that. Jump in the water. We bring the fish. <laughs> That's right. See, your blessings is that thing that reminds you. That rekindles your fire. That revives your heart. That refreshes your spirit. That my walk is all about me and my God. My soul and my savior. And if anybody else want to come, come on and join along. But if I got to go all by myself, that's all right, too. Watch the text. Now the text says here, picking it up here in verse number nine. And as soon as they were come to land, they saw a fire coals, coals there and fish laid upon and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring up the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of fishes, full of great fishes, a lot of fishes, and hundreds and fifty and three, hundred and fifty-three. And for all there were no so many, yet not was not the net broken. Y'all hear that? Obviously, the author, John, who's writing this, is telling us. That nets usually break when it's this many fish. But because this is a Jesus rope work, a Jesus job, the fish, the net didn't break. 
Whenever I preach this sermon away from away from East Baltimore, I call it a, a I call it a a, 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 a a net. What do I call it? Oh, a, a no net breaking blessing. Because it ain't break the net. Now, the text says here, verse number uh, 12, he says here, Jesus said unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, who art thou? That means that though John recognized him, it wasn't because he looked like Jesus. Then brother, how, did he, how could he say that's Jesus? Because when you hang around God long enough, you ought to know his ways. You ought to know when he at work. You ought to know how in the world you can be, have a relationship with God and when stuff happening in your life, you don't even know his hand when his hand moving. You don't even know his blessings when his blessings moving. You don't even know even in time of tribulation, you don't even know that he's the type of God that'll take you down and then bring you up. John was so close to him, he didn't recognize him visually, but he recognized him by his behavior, by his action, by him saying, cast the fish, the nets on the right side, by them dragging up all these fish out of the water, and then something came. That's how Jesus act. Church, never let it be said when you need a revival, never let it be said that you can't tell when God is doing God stuff. Don't let it be said when God is doing God stuff. We're going to gonna miss brother and sister Davis, but they're children of God. And they're going to do just as well over in Cali than they did right here. They're going to be blessed over in Cali just like that. And if, and if another job called here, I go to Texas, they're going to be blessed in Texas. Just like they blessed here. If another job comes, I go to Seattle. He can bless in Seattle. Just like he blessed here. Why? Because we take our blessings with us. Amen. We don't leave our blessings back. That's one thing about being a child of God. Wherever you go, God goes with you. No matter what you can, whatever you do, God can be with you. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So I ain't worrying about it. One cut me off a little piece of when you think about me. A bit of change there. Getting them big old engineering checks. Now I'll close it like this. Watch the text here. The Bible says here, Then Jesus cometh and taketh bread, verse 13, and giveth them, and fish likewise. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, he was risen from the dead. This is the third time he's seen them since he's risen from the dead. Verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these fish? Because I see you, when you went down, you went back. I saw you. I was watching you, Peter. They didn't say, let's go fishing. You said, let's go fishing. They followed you out there because you were feeling in your lull. You were feeling down. You were feeling a little bit separate or hurt sometimes and as Christians sometimes our, our spirits can get low there's nothing wrong with that but it's wrong to let them stay low you can't help them to go down every now and then 
You lose a job every now and then, or you have a grief in your family, a loss in your family, you go down every now and then, or, or something traumatic, you lose something that's pressure to you, go down every now and then. You can't, have, that's part of life. But being a child of God, God lets you go down, but he don't expect you to stay down. But what do we want, preacher? He wants you to go down and find some revival. Find some refreshing. Find something that builds you back up. Find some, some, some fortitude, some energy, some spiritual strength, and bring yourself back up and glorify and magnify him. But Peter, Jesus had to tell Peter, he said, Son of Jonas, loveth thou me more than these? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Sometimes we can get in our lull, and you still love God. You do. You're in your lull. You still love him. But God just know why you're down here, you're vulnerable. Why you're down here, you're weak. Why you're down here, your mind is one, you're confused. So God will even ask us, do you love me more than that job? Do you love me more than that home? Do you love me more than that family? Do you love me more than that car? Do you love me more than that health? Do you love me more than that up? Do you love me more than that down? Do you love me more than that weight? Do you love me more than that struggle? Do you love me more than these? And God expects us to say, just with peace, say, yes, Lord. You know I love you. I'm trying to find where to stop at. And he said, and he said, he said unto him, Yea, Lord, I know that I love thee. And he said, Then go do my work. Go do my work. Go feed my lambs. I have positioned you. I have fortified you. I have strengthened you. Church, he's talking to all of us. All of us who've been in this race for any length of time. He has fortified us. He has strengthened us. He has delivered us. He has built us up. He has equipped us. He has prepared us. Now go do my work. But Lord, but you've been, you're going back to heaven and everything. I'm going to miss you and everything. You go do my work. Watch the text. Watch the text. And he said unto him a second time. Now, why a second time? Jesus know all of our hearts. And he don't need to say nothing a second time. But sometime he'll say it a second and third time, not for his benefit. He said for our benefit. He want us to hear what we are saying. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love it for our benefit. Told him a second time. He says here, do you, uh, verse 16, Simon, son of Jonas, loveth thou me? And he said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Peter getting frustrated. Peter feeling like, why you keep asking me? Am I, am I, am I, am I in trouble? But Peter don't realize that God knows because them laws are dangerous. That's why revival is so important. That's why sometimes our soul need a revival. Sometimes we need a revival as a congregation. Sometimes we need revival as a family. Sometimes we need a revival as an individual. Watch it here. Verse 17. And he said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, loveth thou me? 
Now, Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, loveth thou me? Peter is grieved, saddened, because he want to make it clear to God that he loved him. But it seems like he's not getting through to let God know how much he loved him. So he, it's hurting him. It's almost like you, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you say, I love you. And they say, no, you don't. And you say, I, I love you. No, you don't. Why you keep saying that? I love you with all my strength. No, you don't. Y'all got it now? You can start feeling sad and grief. And why you keep saying no? Why you keep saying no? And remember, the reason why somebody keeps saying no is because I believe they wanted heard. They want you to hear what you're saying. And they want it said in a way that had that action follow it. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Here it is. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. He said here a third time. He, and he, he said and he was grieved because he said unto him a third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. He's trying to make it clear that I, Lord, I know you know all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him, then feed my sheep. That means revive yourself and get to work. Amen. That means stir up your spiritual gift and get to work. Amen. Because church, one of the things that we got to understand is we are like pack men. <laughs> that don't is when we are making a difference. That dunk, I had a dunk Thursday morning. When I dunked Sister Hill, dunk, I, felt, I, I felt good. I, I, felt, I felt good. I felt good. When Sister Gordy heard that Sister Hill got baptized, she was like, dunk. See, that built her up. Because, see, I remember those classes. You're right. When Sister Crowley came all the way from West Baltimore and waited for her all that time, and, and, and she come in here, and they get in the water, Sister Crowley went, because that energized her. What energizes you? What is that one thing that, as you're going along, that when it happens, it just strengthens you? Is it when you're talking to somebody about the word of God? Is it when you are doing something that you know pleases God? Is it when your prayer life is strong? Is that it? Is it when you're really doing something to make? Is it when you're giving? Some people to give us. Is it when you're helping, giving somebody a helping hand? What is that thing that gives you strength to let you know that this was a big thing? Brothers and sisters, family of God, get revival back in your heart. Get the fire burning back in your heart. And only you know, as you examine yourself, what it is to give you fire. You know, back in the days when something gave you fire, then go back to that thing and get your fire. For some folks, it's a song. For Brother Terrell, it looks like a song. When he gets on to a certain song, his voice changes, everything changes. 
I've been listening. He's getting into it. He's getting that fact. He felt like this, this song, he's feeling this song. For me, when I'm preaching the gospel, I'm just, I'm just happy all the time. That, that gives me energy. You got to find out what gives you energy. And go and get that revival from that thing. Church, Peter got the answer. Peter going to get fired up and Peter going back to work. I hope we got the answer. I hope we get fired up and I hope we go back to work as well. Amen. 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 Truly, God is good. If you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation and you are lonely, you're lost, you're saddened, then take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Hear God's word. Believe God's word. Repent of your sin. Confess your faith in Christ and get yourself baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sins. All brothers and sisters, you should have been there on Thursday morning when Sister Hill came out that water. Brother Blackwell got to singing and he sung that song. Uh, what would you say? I've been redeemed. I've been, he sung it with so much passion until Sister Hill was in the water. She uh, 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 my God and I, my God and I, we've gotten so close, we've gotten so close. <laughs> okay. He feel, he, we gotten so close, he filled me with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, 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 whatever. Happy. I think that's how Christian honor people, you come out the water. And you and God has snatched your life and clear. I think you are. Am I right, Brother Blackwell? They take your pictures. They snack pictures. What? And if you go there, I'm sure I was in there. When she was doing it, I started doing it too, I think. Happy in Jesus Christ. If you're out there and you are subject to the Savior's invitation or you need reviving, then ask God, pray to God, say, Lord, give me my fire back. Revive my soul. Give me back what I need to keep on keeping on. And if you're out there, a loving God, your father, your heavenly father, Jesus Christ, your king and my king, he will deliver us and he will help us. Won't you come right now? Heaven's ready, the water ready, the baptizer's ready. Are you ready to come and obey the gospel? Won't you do it as we come and sing right now as we stand and sing the hymn of invitation to give somebody out there the opportunity to obey God. Restore my spirit. Get your revival back. God bless you.